0: Hello friends, I hope that you and your family have been well throughout these interesting times that we're in. I'm so thankful for technology and that it allows us to still be together when we are not together in person. In light of what's going on in our world at the moment, we want to contribute a positive voice that brings joy and peace to people everywhere many people are staying inside as you know they're working from home they're teaching their kids and they've been probably battling a little bit of cabin fever so we've decided to start a new series called woven chats where we will remotely record short fun and encouraging conversations with women from all over the world these mini episodes will go for less than 30 minutes and will be released in real time and unedited We want to give you guys hope in this unprecedented time. Here at the Woven Story Podcast, we want to encourage you, as always, inspire and empower you during this virus epidemic. So let's join in on this episode with friends from around the world. Hello! Oh, hello, Emily! Hi! Can you hear me okay? I I can totally hear you. Can you hear me? Uh, Yes, we did it! (laughs) We did it! We used technology. Oh, it's amazing! I just wish I could see your face. I know, I know. Seriously, hi I just, friend. I, hi. I just dream of sitting down and having coffee with you. I know. Well, and I see your picture. You're holding a very cute coffee mug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I feel like you always have the best coffee mugs. Oh yes,
1: it, it. Those little, the little simple things in life, right?
0: <laughs> totally, especially in a time like this.
1: Yes, really. I've been using my Disneyland mug every day just to like yes. bring me some little little
0: girl joy. <laughs> uh-huh. I know we sat down with our kids last night and we were like, "Okay, guys, what's when this is all over with? What are you looking forward to?" And yeah. like had him kind of write out like a dream list. And oh, that's I, cool. I was surprised that they didn't like say stuff like Disneyland. Like, yeah their biggest thing was we want to go see our friends. Like we want to go to the movies. We want to, you know, go play in the trampoline with our neighbors or it's like the simple everyday things that are being so missed. Yeah, for sure. So missed. I know. I think I will miss, I will never take connection for granted again. Mm -hmm. Totally. And, and community and gathering together. Yeah.
1: Yep. I had friends drop off this morning. This is so sweet she was out, she had to go somewhere. And so she dropped a coffee at my door and like was standing, you know, 20 feet away. Um, And she, when I saw her and then actually another friend rode their bikes and was again, far away. And I was like, I will, I'm welcoming interruptions from now on.
0: Like yes. if we're in the middle of our
1: day, people are more important. Of course there's balance, but I'm like, sure. It just made me want to stop everything and be, give them hugs and kneel down with their kids and it mm-hmm.
0: was like, gosh, the things that we do, we take for granted. Well, even a simple hug, like I'm such a hugger
1: mm-hmm.
0: and to not, not to be able to give someone a hug, like almost feels wrong. Mm-hmm. Like you, like I saw a friend yesterday, she came by and she sat on the deck and literally 10 feet away. Yep. And we just ended up having this conversation and it was like killing me inside. I was like, I actually need to go inside for a sec. Like Aww. this is really is really hard for me I'm gonna go bring you tea and bring Mm -hmm. it to 10 feet away you can come pick it up Uh uh-huh totally it's something I mean we've never had to do something like this it's just so surreal never never okay listeners so I want to let you know this is Emily McCormack she is an incredible mother of four and she is uh she just started homeschooling her kids last year correct Mm -hmm and her and her husband uh started reach church in Kirkland which is the epicenter of this <laughs> coronavirus situation going on um how long ago did you guys start reach church yeah we started kind of the
1: beginning phases almost 8 years ago 8 years ago wow
0: i can't believe it's been that long oh my gosh i know i, I remember talking to you before it even came to yeah came to life wow yeah, i know and, and so you started um homeschooling your kids last fall mm-hmm. in two thousand eighteen. Uh gosh, yes, yep. Yes, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we have all these parents, moms, single moms, uh parents that are working, parents that aren't working that are now dealing with this impact of homeschooling. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Do you feel, how How has it affected you? Are you getting tons of questions? Are you feeling like you can give advice to people? Like, how are you feeling right now? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Good question. It has been super surreal, honestly.
1: So for my day to day, you know, we... We're home a lot of the time because I have five kiddos and because we homeschool, we're home quite a bit. Because sorry, guys,
0: five kids. <laughs> <laughs> you should have corrected me sooner. Oh my goodness! It's I can't okay. I said four. It's okay. No, no, no. I can't believe I said four. Oh my god. No
1: worries. Um. No, but because we have so many and, you know, a little one who naps, it's just, it's a lot to get out. And so we, we don't do a ton throughout the day. So for sure life has changed, but in terms of our rhythm with school, Mm, I have not had much change. We've been doing the same school stuff, the same rhythms, the same morning time. Um, so in that sense, no, but my level of, um, so the the journey to homeschool and the start of it and even the second year and honestly mm-hmm. even day to day is such a challenge for me that i have i i feel this like profound empathy and compassion and wow. like desire if i could look every parent or nanny or grandparent wow. in the face of that is now mm-hmm. facing this right now so and just be able to talk them through of like this is hard no and and, yeah. and all the other aspects of it with stress about jobs, stress about family members and health and autoimmune diseases. I mean, to add on top of that, and then kids being devastated, missing their teachers
0: and routine. And, you know, so. Well, and I think it's powerful to speak to that because when people make the decision to homeschool, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of preparation. There's a lot of prayer, thoughts. You're talking to friends and family. And, you know, a lot of these families have literally been thrown into this with, A day's notice. Yes. Oh my gosh. And so, this homeschooling experience that they're having right now is very different than what it would be if they chose this and had time to prepare. Totally.
1: And that, you know, so many people have, have texted me or messaged me or called whatever and said, oh my gosh, you're my hero. I can't believe you do this. And while I know their intent is to be like, wow, you're doing all of this. I can't believe it. I also yeah. constantly am switching the tables and saying, no, I've never done what you're doing. I've never wow. had to start from one day to the next, had either a spouse maybe lose their job or you just lost your job yeah. or your kids just got pulled from everything they know. You have no curriculum, most of them, or they're figuring yeah, out a technology, lot of don't. which is Absolutely, a lot to navigate with one kid, let alone maybe what three, like
0: five, yeah.
1: two. So I- I'm just and when you have
0: teachers that are all, they're all, they're still wanting their work done. So it's that's a whole three or pressure. four, or five, yeah, different teachers. Yeah, not their teacher. Totally, they actually have you know, and like for my son who's in seventh grade, he has seven teachers. Oh my gosh, <laughs> and he has to show up for class. On time, otherwise he gets tardy, and so I feel like I don't. I'm not getting that. I guess homeschool experience in a sense. Totally, someone else is honestly has my kid's time, and he's either at the in the office or up in his room, yep. all day long yep. until three o'clock. Yep. So yeah. you're
1: in a sense, you know, I, one of the reasons for us why we chose homeschool is when yeah. we wanted the flexibility and we wanted the kind of slow morning and do it when it works mm-hmm. for each kid and take fridays off because my husband's job well if you're being dictated by teachers which in some sense is awesome because you're not having sure. to figure out curriculum yeah but you're yep. also now you're doing both where i'm only homeschooling you're trying to do school and home school so like you're yeah. doing the double you know what i'm saying like i just all yeah. that to say i think everyone who's being thrown into it has it 10 times harder than if you had the prep of like yeah.
0: the time. Thank you for saying that, Emily. And it's yeah.
1: true. It's so true. I just feel like big. I think, I think moms need to hear sure, that. Sure. Dads need to hear yep. that.
0: Nannies, grandparents need to hear that. You know what they're doing is is incredible. Yes, and that the fact that they're even you know getting through the days and and like you said. The pressure of also a lot of people are still working oh, and trying to yep. work from home mm-hmm. and work full time and their employers are wanting them to work full time and they're trying to figure out how do I homeschool my kids and yep. how do I, you know, figure out curriculum and wait, do I need to go buy food and toilet paper right now too? Totally. Like, and do I have to wh- buy What should I be doing?
1: And, h- and maybe you totally. don't have the means
0: to do that. and Or supplies. Yep. I mean, just basic supplies to do science projects online on Pinterest. Yep. Totally. Yep. Yeah, that's, it's, it's definitely, we're in a really unique, um, unfortunate, I think, circumstance at this, at this time. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
1: And, and the, you know, people losing childcare
0: and, and just, I,
1: it's huge. It's huge. It's beyond. It's not, it's like homeschool is one tiny piece of it that absolutely is. I think can be a huge burden on people. And honestly, one of the things I've told people, especially with littles, I mean, I, my oldest is fourth grade, so I can't speak beyond that because I've never experienced beyond that. But those of you that are listening that have littles and honestly, I would say fourth grade and younger, my friend told me that she's like, focus on the home part, not the school part. Like this is an uprooting and a crazy change of everything you're going through. so So if they're home, focus on the home practice the chores, practice the cooking, practice the cleaning, practice the laundry, practice being Mm. a part of the home. And again, sometimes easier said than done. But like, if that's the normal rhythms of your day of all of a sudden, like we're all home, we got to figure out how to function as a team that works. We're not all point guards. We're not all guards. Like what role are we all playing? And so I think even putting the, I'm not saying don't do school. That's not what I'm saying, but maybe take a step back and and it's, if they're little, like they're learning through everything. So I know we do that often is like, they're learning through all of that and take a big, deep breath and maybe just take a break and focus on the home part
0: for a bit. That's so good. Man, we need to hear that. Yeah. I need to, I need to hear that. I need to hear that. Yeah. But it's hard. So how is this, how has this impacted you personally, Emily?
1: Oh man. Yeah. Well, uh, there's kind of two fronts. I mean, so. My husband is a pastor, which we love and get to be a part of people's lives. And I don't know, almost a thousand people that we're kind of interacting with often. Well, that all just got immediately kind of cut out. But not only that, we get the privilege of hearing about, you know, a lot of firsthand challenge and struggle and Mm -hmm. um, experiences people are going through. Yeah. And the weight of that. And, um, you know, Christy, but honestly, like I, I have never felt so sure of the, the foundation that I have kind of staked my life upon. And I know listeners are from all over and I don't know where you're at today, but, um, it just reminds me of those things of like life, nothing is guaranteed. Nothing Mm -hmm. is guaranteed. And, you know, things that we have staked our confidence on. And even just with our community of people of like, I've banked on things of appointments Mm -hmm. with people or of um, encouragement from people or hugs or whatever it is. And in this time, I have just found that the foundation that never moves is God. And I have found such hope in that and that that's all I have to offer. You know, I can't go to someone's house right now and meet with them, but I can share the truth of what I know.
0: That foundation's unshakable.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, everything else is shaking. And I mean, it's caused Mm -hmm. for sure anxiety. Like I've had to process things. I remember right away I was like, Brian, okay. We need to go to the worst case scenario. What's the worst case scenario right now? Okay, let's go there mentally because I need to get there in my head so I can surrender that, yep. process it, surrender it to God, and then move forward. Like,
0: because yep. I think
1: sometimes we avoid it and like, don't think of it, don't think of it, don't think of it.
0: Absolutely. yeah. And we stuff it. And we
1: stuff it and live in fear of it at yeah. the back of our... And our
0: bodies, our bodies are reacting totally. to it. Totally. Even though we're not talking about yep. it.
1: Yep. And so I've kind of had to go there a little bit of like... OK, what if we lose this or what if we lose this mm-hmm. job or house or whatever of like, OK, OK, yeah. God, are you with us in that? And, you know, kind of going there, um,
0: My, I mean, it's we started doing we started setting a timer. Oh, <laughs> we, that's good. Say, where we can kind of we can kind of just dump for like a half hour of all of our fears, all of our anxiety, all the things that we're fearful of for a half hour. And then after it's over with, it's interesting once you get it yes. out and then you really talk about it. It's like, okay, well, what's the plan for that? Yeah. And like, we, we, but we're like, I was like, I need to allow myself because you're the only person I can really process totally. this with <laughs> at this time. And I need to be able to process this with mm-hmm. someone and be able to come up with a plan. I can't stuff this. Like, this is so mm-hmm. heavy. That's a good idea. I like the timer idea. Yeah, because otherwise I don't know about you and your husband, but <laughs> you can get in those conversations and it's like three hours mm-hmm, have gone by mm-hmm. and you're kind of both spiraling
1: and you're like, Oh my yeah. gosh, the world is Then the what ifs yeah. can go on and on.
0: <laughs> totally. Yeah. Totally. But knowing that you have a set time mm-hmm. of like, I'm gonna let it all out yeah. and, and and even for our kids, I don't I don't know about you, but are you what ways are you able to check in with your kids of how they're how they're doing mm-hmm. with all this? Yeah, it's interesting because
1: now my oldest is ten and Um, One of the biggest ways this has all impacted us is my parents are full quarantine just because, you know, they're of the high risk age. And so we Mm -hmm. typically see them. We're so thankful almost every day they'll pop in or some kind of touch point uh, several times a week. And we, they're completely isolated and we went and dropped off letters at their door, but we stayed, you know, very far. And I, the kids were so happy to see them, but then confused. So once we got home, he went upstairs and just wept. I mean, he was mm. so, so afraid Upset. and just realized
0: like, it probably hit him in that moment that life yes, was different. Exactly.
1: Right now. And he just thought they're going to yeah. die. Are they going to die? And what, like, he just fear, yeah. fear, 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 fear. And so we've realized we have to be really careful of what we say around him because we, Brian yeah. and I will talk about it or we'll tell stories about other people sure. or, so we don't want to completely shelter him, but also be aware of that. But we have to check in with him of like, how are you feeling about it, buddy? What does it make you feel like? Yeah. Um, The the little ones kind of, they do really miss people and that interaction, Mm
0: -hmm. but it's like,
1: they'll never forget this. So we've talked about journaling, like writing it down, what it feels like, how does it make you feel? Mm. What do you miss? um, Just giving them the space to kind of process
0: that. Yeah. Well, and I've noticed that you've done, um, as your oldest is doing like a devotion on yeah,
1: Instagram
0: Live now? <laughs> I love that. How
1: did that how did that come? Yeah. About? And... So he he's, um he's always been my really sensitive, tender, tender little guy. And he has been asking for quite a while that he's just said, I want to do a Bible study for my friends. I want to do a Bible study. And so wow. we've told him like, yes,
0: how amazing. Anyway, yeah, it's to it is like really,
1: that. it's really sweet. Incredible. And as awesome parents, we often will be like later, 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 which is the worst.
0: Sure. Yeah, But yep. in
1: this time, right, we have more time of just evenings home. And and so finally, um, one night, Brian and him just sat down and Brian just walked him through how to do that and what what the process is of choose a scripture and who's your audience. And he just really said, I know a lot of my friends are sad right now, so I want to do it on Instagram wow. because he has heard about what that is, that people can see it. Yep. And it's a way that God can encourage people. There's a lot of negatives, but wow. it can be positive and so he totally. just chose the scripture and he worked it through and he did like a 20 minute Bible study for his friends. And he was wow. so excited and he's already written his second one to do on Monday morning. Aww. And it was just really cool because a lot of his friends messaged after and were like, I didn't know I could do that as a 10 year old. I want to do that. Wow. And so. Finding ways to just create positive things in this time of connection, mm-hmm.
0: even for little, and how creative too to be able to do that with your kids. Yeah, and I—I I don't know if you guys, as the listeners, probably maybe I don't know if you've heard Emily's uh, did a podcast with us. Gosh, like six months yeah, ago, in August. Um, in August, and uh, one of the things we talked about was social media. Mm-hmm. And you took a very long break from social media. Yeah, four actually. years. Um, four year break, and then you came back, and you came back uh, strong, <laughs> with such a. Um, but what I love about your mission with social media is, I always feel like it has a mission, it has a purpose, mm. and you're always giving. Um, either you're giving insight or life. Mm you're giving happiness, like there's purpose to what you're sharing. And sometimes it's funny and goofy (laughs) and you make us all feel like we're not alone, (laughs) which I Mm -hmm. love. Uh, But I love that you're able to integrate your kids into this and technology, I think can be such a beautiful Mm -hmm. thing. And it also can be a really terrible Mm -hmm. thing. And I think teaching our kids, like you are, like teaching them how to use technology in such a positive Mm -hmm. way. Totally. And I think one of the questions to ask ourselves that I've tried to ask myself is,
1: what do I want someone to feel when seeing this? Mm. And and I know myself. I know what I feel when I see something. And even things like, you know, I adore my spouse so much and I, you know, there's a time and a place for praising him but I also know there's so many lonely people out there so I want to think what's my purpose here like my husband mm. knows how much I adore him he doesn't need to see it on social media to believe mm-hmm. it but is there a purpose do I want to encourage people who mm. maybe have had a really low point that there is hope for a higher point or do I want you know just there what is the purpose of each thing that I yeah that I post the quote that I think to myself is My presence, what is the purpose behind my presence? Like in, in, on social media,
0: what is the person purpose behind my presence? Wow. And and,
1: you know, social media, you have a presence on there. If there's one follower or a million, like, so I think we have to be honest with ourselves when we post, what do we want the reader or the watcher to feel? Mm. Um, And we can't control all of that. There's always going to be insecurities and jealousy or upset, you know, always for sure. But I think in general, I think it's a a good thought to at least think
0: through. Yeah. What's the purpose behind it? What's the heart behind it? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that leads to my last question, Emily. Uh, How has this affected your marriage and how are you... Keeping things, I guess, going as normal or as romantic <laughs> as possible during this coronavirus yes, situation. Because I, I know a lot of you know married couples would love to know that. Yeah. Um,
1: What's well, funny because in in, communication always comes down to that but like this morning for example I was just telling Brian I was like I just need to vocalize this because I'm seeing again posts and hearing comments of like these sweet moments with families they're like oh my husband's home or my wife is home or we're having all this family time and like we've never had before and I was like babe you're working more than ever. Like they're trying to figure out yeah. his job has gotten 10 times harder, honestly, so much harder, Absolutely. way more busy trying to call phone. Call. I mean, mm-hmm. it's gotten, so I was like, I I just need to vocalize it so I don't get resentful. And so I don't get mad. And so I don't get so jealous good. or angry, you know, just vocalizing that. And yeah. cause I said, then it leads me to think maybe you don't want to be home. Maybe you don't. And I'm like, and I know that's not true, but I need to just say it. Yeah. Um, so I've had to, I've had to vocalize that, but honestly for marriage stuff really, our lifestyle has not really changed in terms of day to day. Um, But in general, Mm. like, I think the question, too, of like keeping romance, romance and keeping intimacy and all of that communication. And then just going to throw it out there, like in terms of intimacy, we've got kids in every room of the house at all times of the night, day, (laughs) morning. Yeah. So we got to be creative. And you got to make it happen yep. when it works.
0: <laughs> and you got <laughs> to totally, take advantage totally of
1: it. So turn a show on.
0: Oldest yes, watch you the do. youngest. Yes.
1: And let's go. <laughs>
0: yep. Use those devices. Let's <laughs> but go. seriously, you got to make it <laughs> a priority. So you do. You do. And I, and I think I'm so glad that you said that. And I love what you said about the family time because I haven't seen also so much stuff on social media of everyone having all this mm-hmm. extra time. And I have never been more busy yes. in my entire life because I am cooking yep. all three meals. Yep. They're constantly hungry. Everything, everything's done at home. I, we are working yep. around the clock. There's so many changes totally. we've had to make with putting everything online. And we, we literally are waking up at like, you know, five, six in the morning and going to bed yep. at midnight, 1.00 AM. And I, I'm thinking what <laughs> Plant a garden what? Where, where, when would I do totally. that <laughs> like we haven't even yes. watched a movie unless yes. it's been a kid movie with I the think kids, that's but, so good to say um, because people
1: keep saying you have downtime yeah. and I'm like no you have home time it's not downtime you're just yes. home but you still have all the things and probably 10 yes. times more
0: yeah. And trying mm-hmm. to figure it all out. Like, I mean, this is new yep. for a lot of people. And you know, if you do have employees or people that work for you too, you're trying to yes. also set them up and make everybody yep. be successful. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. And I think too, it you know, in times of stress too, I love what you said about the intimate part, because I think in times of stress, it's easy to make that yep. not a priority and to push, mm-hmm. push, push that off. And then, as you know, the communication isn't the best. And, you know, right now, I mean, gosh, I'm, I'm, sincerely yeah. praying for all marriages Same. because, you know, this is a time, this is a time and place where, you know, you really get to know your spouse mm-hmm. on a whole different mm-hmm. level and being quarantined with somebody is uh, an interesting yeah, experience. Yeah, totally. For some. And even
1: I think the healthiest of people, you're like, I need Absolutely. my space and you're we're just not getting that. So Brian on Sunday yeah, came home absolutely. and I said, right when he walked in the door, I was like, it's not your fault. Nothing's your fault, but everything's wrong. And I don't know how to explain it. Nothing's wrong and everything's wrong. And I'm not <laughs> in a good mood, but like normal me would probably just yeah. be mad at him and like give him the cold shoulder and he'd feel bad all day and not know, but just communication of like, yeah, I'm off and we're probably so all good. off in a way.
0: Yeah, totally. What what creative ways do you get oh, like get alone time <laughs> during this quarantine situation? Okay, because <laughs> I would yeah, love to know your yeah. advice. Well, I, I have it. an exercise
1: bike at my house that we got probably okay. four months ago, and man, I know that is okay. not everyone's scenario. But even if you have an app on your phone or you make up a workout, for me that is a huge thing. So yeah. I just go in another room even for 20 minutes and I'll put, again, I have to use TV so for good. that usually just because of the ages of my kids. So I'll put on a show in the middle Absolutely. of the day and I'll go do a workout and I'll take a quick shower and it's like 30 minutes and that, and I'll usually put music on that like kind of fills me up, gives me joy, gives me hope. And that's sometimes all I get.
0: Wow. I love that though. My yep. husband does the same thing. He goes on his bike and he's like, I need, I need this moment. I'm like, okay, yep. great. Do your thing. I'm going to, I'm going to take 20 minutes in my room by myself, yes. no kids. <laughs> and please don't, I actually, we made signs oh. for our door to like not come in that's if the door good. is locked. Um, just because we were, we weren't getting any space. Our kids were just in all of our space yep. all the time and we needed to have mm-hmm. like a break. Totally. So here and there, we actually, we actually um, started doing date nights at home. So we specified like Friday oh, nights for date good, nights, mm-hmm. even if we're at home. So we've been doing like a quick dinner and then uh putting the kids to bed like a little earlier mm-hmm. with the show or something That's like that. That's a really so. good I We need to do totally. that at home. That's a great idea. Yeah, we were like, we gotta, mm-hmm. gotta have a break here and there. Okay, one yes. last question. What is your favorite dinner go to? Oh right now? Lord help us all. Food. <laughs> oh my
1: gosh. Probably tacos. It's like the easiest. Tacos.
0: Yeah. Okay. Guys, I'm in a rut. <laughs> Just ground. Grab-
1: i've been in like an eight-year food rut can you just send some help (laughs) Uh, i've been doing breakfast a lot that's a win usually for everybody too
0: for everybody yeah and it's easy and you can reheat if you make extra you can just reheat it the next morning so that's been my like the kids even been like mom breakfast again i'm like "Mm, so good you're being fed it's
1: a lot to create all these meals for
0: humans it is a lot especially you have five Five, five, three, humans. it's a lot. It's so a <laughs> lot. Wow. What are the ages that you're saying? They are, are the 10, 8, 7, 4, and almost 2. Yeah. And 2. Okay. And for you guys to know, you need to go follow Emily McCormack. She is on Instagram. And then she's also on, um, what is your homeschool Instagram Yeah, it's Instagram Operation account? Homeschool. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. <laughs> That's so good. Okay. Operation homeschool on Instagram. Um, you're doing like yeah. TV's mm-hmm. little tutorials and giving people really good insight. Um, I know I've mm. been encouraged to do that and I know that you will be as well. And I'm sure Emily, uh, when you started this homeschool journey, you had no idea the impact that you were going to make mm. on your community. And I just mm, want to tell thank you, you, thank you for um stepping out and being a part of the community and always with your friends and with mm. your church and uh, with being out here on the podcast because i know so many people are going to be impacted by hearing mm. your advice and how you're dealing mm. with all thank this. you friend so. thank you so much well thank you emily for joining us on woven chat you're welcome really it. so fun thank
1: you all bye. right
0: bye friends well friends that concludes our episode today on Woven Chats. I hope that it leaves you feeling hopeful. I hope it inspires you in some way. And I hope that you realize that none of us are alone in all this. That we're all in this together and we're all going to get through this together. I hope you have a great rest of your day wherever you're at, wherever you're sitting, wherever uh, you may be in the world. We want you to know that uh, we are on a mission to give hope to wherever you are. My friends.